I guess I'm taking over the beginning of this today, and we did not do our intro, but that's because today's a very special podcast. It's a bonus episode. Bonus episode! <laughs> um, hi, this is the Weekly DMC with Brian Evers and Jade Renee, and I hope you guys are having a good weekend. It is Saturday the 12th? 13th? 14th. 14th? <laughs> Saturday the 14th, and yeah, we just figured we could do a little bonus episode for you guys. That's a good idea. We could do a bonus episode. Or we might just put this out like it's a regular. Who knows? But we're doing an extra one within the week. This doesn't matter to you guys, but um, we're going to talk about New York today. Um, but before we get into that, is there anything you need to say, anything on your mind before we go into our main topic today? No. <laughs> <laughs> Not really, I mean... No. Well, I mean, we can talk about... Brian got the newest... Well, not the newest, but a new iPhone, and I am pissed about it, so... Salty. I'm salty because... Here, salty I, want, I want to explain my side, right, <laughs> to the viewers here, because I think they'll get it. Okay, if anyone actually knows me, they know that I am not a spoiled brat. Now, Brian right now might think otherwise because of the way I've been reacting. However, the truth of the matter is, is I am one of the most non-spoiled people ever. I'm very grateful for the things I get, and I work hard for a lot of the things that I get for myself, and then when people buy me things or, like, give me gifts, I'm very grateful and so, like, weird about getting gifts and things like that. Like, I'm so, like, oh, Please don't, because <laughs> it's like, I just don't think I deserve things. So, I just want to preface that. However, Sabrina got a new job, right? <clears throat> and because of that, he had to give his old laptop back to his old job and get a new laptop, whatever, blah, blah, blah. The new job is paying for this new laptop. Fine, dandy, great. You know, a few months back, I bought myself a nice new, a new um, MacBook because... My last one that I had for like seven years finally crashed on me. And here's the thing. Um, my job is social media and well, I'm an entrepreneur. So. <laughs> I'm an aspiring TikTok star. I'm aspiring a lot of things, right? <laughs> aspiring lots of things. <laughs> Insert title here. So like I needed a new laptop. Um... Trump gave me the stipend, <laughs> so fuck Trump, but thanks for the stipend, bro. Thanks, government. And I was like, okay, well, this is if I'm gonna do it, this is the time. So I bought myself a MacBook Air because that's all I could afford. <laughs> and it's rose gold and it's beautiful and I love it. However, my last Mac was a MacBook Pro. It was very old, but it held a lot of space. This one doesn't hold that much space. This one, because it's a MacBook Air sometimes has issues with crashing or going slow because I'm doing so much on it with GarageBand, with Reason, with Premiere, with iMovie, with all, everything I'm doing. It's like, little old MacBook Air can't handle it, Jade. But, you know, it's it's a trooper. It's getting me through. Um, I just need to pop off so I can, you know, upgrade. Help me pop off. So, anyways, it's fine. I love it. Great. Well, Brian needs a new laptop and he goes to the store and I thought he was going to come back maybe with the new iPad Pro which I've been cool with because that would have benefited me <laughs> <laughs> yeah and, and keep so, in mind this is her plea to not come across as a spoiled brat it would have benefited me because I could use the iPad to like do some of the tricks and stuff that I want to do for my YouTube with writing it doesn't matter I'm going to eventually get myself one of those color pad things that I can do it anyways doesn't matter he came back with a a MacBook. And I was like, okay, cool, cool. He opens it up. He starts gloating. He's like, oh, it's like one of the newest, um, it's one of the newest MacBooks. And then I look 
And it's not just a new MacBook with a nice touch screen, like, front. Like, it's not just that. It's a MacBook Pro. It's, the like, one of the newest MacBook Pros. And this bitch, all he fucking does on, like, oh, all he does on a laptop is surf the web or email people. <laughs> like, he doesn't even need the high capabilities that this MacBook Pro like does. I'm Maybe like Maybe I will when I start gaming. When you start gaming? Yeah. <laughs> you would need a gaming computer to do that and a MacBook is not a gaming computer. No 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 no. No, you would have to go and get a like Microsoft for that. You can handle it. No, the newest Macs have a very fast chip, they'd be fine. I'm telling you any gamer right now be like actually you're wrong because <laughs> so <laughs> fuck off so i'm like i would be like i really would fight him and be like you're switching computers with me but he has a space gray one and i have a rose gold <laughs> so, <laughs> so i gonna keep my rose gold but i'm pissed okay i'm pissed that's just one thing and then this motherfucker i'm sorry i'm swearing a lot but i'm just heated this guy <laughs> goes, oh, um, I think I need to get a work phone. Now, I don't think his business, his new job told him he needs a new work phone. No. Did they? No. They said it would be beneficial and that they would cover the cost. Liar. But (laughs) whatever. So he needs a work phone. You know why? To call and email. To call people and email. You know, they said they would pay for it. Whatever. You would think maybe he just gets like, Maybe one of an older generation iPhone. No, 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 no. Let me finish my sentence. So, <laughs> so you would think that he would be getting like an older generation iPhone. Maybe even a Samsung. Maybe even, God forbid, an Android. <laughs> I would even take you to the Android. But no, 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 no. He's like, well, since it's free, why not get the newest iPhone or the one that came out just before this news dropped, like, last week. <clears throat> okay. So, um, here's my issue. <laughs> I'm gonna sound ungrateful, but I'm not just... Pro- remember remember how I started this. Um, like, uh, I would say a year ago, Brian came home. And for, like, a year, Brian made me go live in Ireland for over a I year. I didn't make you do anything. N- mm, see, here's the thing. Let's just remember, I came here dirt fucking poor, and we're going to talk about why very fucking soon. So You need to calm down. This energy is a bit crazy. <laughs> no, 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 no. Let me live in my... Let me live in this energy. So, um, I came here pretty poor, and I had an American phone, and so I couldn't use it. Like, anytime I went outside and didn't have any Wi-Fi... Guess what? My phone didn't fucking work. And I was like, you know what? It's fine. I lived that life. I lived that life for over a year here. And then finally, oh, my lovely, gentle fiance, kind, caring, bought me a new phone. And I was grateful. But he comes home and he's like, yeah, I really got you something special, baby. Mm-hmm. I open this up. Tell me why. <laughs> I it's the same it's literally the same exact phone I already owned. It's a iPhone eight, rose gold, <laughs> which is okay. At the in the moment it was funny and it was fine. Like I'm not I don't need the newest technology. I'm not that type of person. You're not so, like me. <laughs> mm-hmm. So <laughs> it wasn't a big deal. I like. I would have wanted maybe like just the iPhone 11 that had portrait mode. You mean 10. 10. See, even the 10. Just the 10X, you know, X, X, iPhone X. Just so I had, or even the 8 Plus, which had portrait mode. You didn't have that. <laughs> like, but I, you know, at the time it was like, it's fine. And it is still fine. But it just turned not fine because, <laughs> again, brain came home with the newest phone and so here he is just gonna make some quick 
calls and some emails on this phone. When I post on social media like 20 times a day and like the new camera would be wonderful for my videos, for my TikToks, for my portraits. I take so many fucking selfies. And I told you, you can use it anytime you want. So I'm just, I'm a little salty, guys. I'm a little salty because Brian doesn't even fucking need it. And I do. <laughs> and this sounds really ungrateful. And I understand that. But I'm not. You want to tell them the kicker too? What's the kicker? That I've offered you my ex and you won't take it. Yeah, okay. This is why I won't take the ex. Don't even... Doesn't the camera work? Doesn't the camera work just fine? Okay, fine. The camera works fine, right? But he... Every technology, every new fucking device he gets, he breaks. That's not true. Um, this has been, I've had this for three years. And you broke it within how many days of having it? I didn't. Yes, you did. No, I didn't. Oh, you telling me that you're, you're, when you call someone, it just works perfectly? That is, I don't know what caused that. It literally, I put the uh-huh. phone I don't on. know what caused it. I don't. I don't know what. It's in perfect condition. No, it's not. There's scratches all there's, over there's it. There's literally one tiny little scratch on the screen like the tiny little scratch the only way you can hear someone if you call them is if you put it on speakerphone yeah and you know what you can do that and then turn down the volume on speakerphone and it's fine no plus (laughs) how often do you even talk to anyone not on speaker and that's the thing no whenever you talk it's often it's often (laughs) and then also why i don't want that one is because it's not on a plan so you would have to like Put 20 euros on it each month to call. No, and you wouldn't. You could just put your bill pay sim in it. Whatever, right whatever the fuck ever. Plus, it's a hand-me-down. I don't want this new... Fu- I don't want a fucking old-ass iPhone X. I'll just deal with my fucking iPhone 8 until I fucking... I'm just... <laughs> guys, someone be on my side, okay? Like, seriously, someone be on my side. The thing is, if I bought you a new phone no, tomorrow... No, You'd be so mad at yeah. me. So what the... Because f- I should have got... The, the company was paying for that one. And I... You... Sh- you you should have gave me that phone and you should have taken my iPhone 8. That's what should have happened. The world doesn't work like that. that why not? Why <laughs> doesn't it work that way? You I've have had, had an iPhone 8 for four years now, I think. Yeah, well, you've also had that iPhone for over a year and not had to pay any of the bills. Yeah, because, because your other job was paying for exactly. it. Exactly. No, no, no. Guys, I don't, I'm not going to win with him. So <laughs> someone just comment. They're on Jade's side. Like, I don't care if you think I'm a bitch. It's cool. Just pre- It's silly. It's not that serious. Just please, someone be on my side. <clears throat> I've got that off my chest now, so we can move on. <laughs> Just 20 minutes <laughs> later. <laughs> oh, God. Anything else? Um... No, just that. That's been the main bone of contention these last few days. No, I mean, I'm depressed. That's... <laughs> um... <laughs> move on um so we're getting closer and closer to thanksgiving i think i'm gonna bring that up until thanksgiving's over i just want it to be black friday because guys i got so yeah let's talk about this this <laughs> might be a happier moment that makes you realize that you maybe don't have things as Shut bad as you this <laughs> it was my birthday like about a month ago oh my god i've almost been 24 for a whole month <gasps> fuck i'm getting old so um I got a few, I got a little bit of Bella Bella Bill, y'all's, for my birthday. So. Oh, yeah, right after she just shit all over it, she's like, oh, and I have this birthday money where I'm going to buy lots of nice things for myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm excited for Black Friday. I think I'm going to uh, go get groovy, I'm going to say. I'm going to go vibe, <laughs> if you know what I mean. And just shop till I drop mentally because i won't be actually walking around the stores because covid but i'm gonna have such a fun time shopping online i have like a good hundreds few hundreds um to spend but i really think i'm gonna like buy myself a few outfits and then spend the rest on um other people for christmas so but it'll still be pretty fun so i just want thanksgiving to be over so i can shop i just guys I know I'm talking a lot. I'm taking over. Sorry, Brian. It's, it's my podcast now. Um, <laughs> That's okay. Um, also, let me know in the comments. Should I just make my own podcast? You should. <laughs> I have too much on my plate. Don't say I should. Well, you should. 
Daily Jade Pug. No, there's a full hour rant every day. Yeah. Um, Get it off your chest. No. Off your chest with Jade Renee. Uh, there you go. There's yeah. the show. There's the show. <laughs> no. So. And then there's just the a picture. The album art is just you doing the what the hell face. <laughs> no, it's me smashing your iPhone X. <laughs> so um. That's light. I still have the twelve. <laughs> Anyways, I went through my closet. Because <laughs> um, Brian fucked up my closet. So. No, no, no. Also, this is something where I have been doing all of the laundry for wow. both of us. Wow, do you know what else? I, I do the rest. Months. I do all of the other chores in this house. Yeah, you, not all of them. Yes, I, I do. I take out the bins every week. Once I ask you to do it five times. No, not true. Yes, I do the bins and the laundry. Yeah, and I do everything else. I cook and I clean everything else. Let me show you I got this. <laughs> <laughs> See, I cook and I clean and I showed them how I got the ring. You know what I mean? <laughs> so. This is a wild um, podcast. Yeah. Uh, so I went through my closet because Brian ruined my organizations. <laughs> <laughs> Plus I needed to get rid of... Um, this is also why I'm excited for Black Friday because, uh, like, I would say 25% of my wardrobe that I had in there did not fit me. And I still kept a few things that definitely don't fit me. But I'm like, I'm going to get them tailored. <laughs> um, which I really am. And I want to learn how to sew. I think I've said that on this podcast. So, but that was fine. I got rid of, like, 25% of my wardrobe, which means I can add to it. Yeah. And if you want to see me um, cleaning out my closet, I'm so sorry, mama. We're going to get fucking no, copyright strike. Start, no. Copyright. Am I? Guys, I promise I'm not on any drugs. I don't know why I'm so like. Hyper. It's because you started the podcast with a rant and now you're all hyped. Yeah. <laughs> so um, if you want to see me clean out my closet, it will be on my YouTube pretty soon here. It'll be a pretty boring video, but if you like are in for some satisfying content, there you go. Um, okay, I think that's all I have to say. Oh yeah. <laughs> I think that's it. Like 20 minutes in. Yeah, 20 minutes in, I'm done. Sorry. Yeah. I pulled on My Favorite Murder where they talk about themselves for like 30 minutes. And I'm not even shitting on them. You know how much I love Karen and Georgia, but God, they talk about themselves a lot. Yeah, no, they're not my faves. Oh, stop it. Shout out to Morbid. No. Alina and Ash are definitely like my new fave. Like Morbid has crept over my favorite murder. Sorry, Karen and Georgia. But I love Karen and Georgia. Yeah, but also I feel like you should tell them about this. This, By the way, this is is what's going to happen on Black Black Friday. Jade is going to spend six hours just putting stuff in. No, no, no. I'm going to buy stuff. (laughs) Because I have money. Yeah, but you have had that money the no, whole no, no. time. No, no, no. Black Friday and Cyber Monday are different. If I want it, I got it. I want it, I got it. You know? Yeah. You like my hair? Gee, thanks. Just bought it. I want it, I got okay, it. Okay, but, but, but the reason I was saying that was there was a morbid t-shirt. Oh my God, they better bring it back. That you loved called Hold On To Your Butts. And it was and a it was skeleton a, holding on a, onto on a butt. tushy, yeah. And you told me for I wanted it. three weeks that you wanted it. And every time you said that, I said, well, get it. And you're like, no. And then three I weeks later, think... you were like, I, I want it now. So and it's t-shirts. all sold out. I know. I just have so many t-shirts. But you work out three times a day. You go through all of your t-shirts in like a week and a half. And that shirt's so cool. Like, I wouldn't even wear it to work out. It wouldn't be like in that like group of workout like shirts. It would have been like one of my cool shirts. Whatever. It'll come back. I hope. Elena Nash, please bring it back. I love it. So, um, okay, yeah. I guess we can shut up, Morbid. If you like true crime, which I do, I love true crime, and I listen to like any podcast I listen to other than my own. Is... You don't listen to this podcast. Okay, right, but you, they shouldn't know that. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, is true crime. And my all-time favorite is Morbid with ash and elena they're cousins but they're like also best friends and they're from massachusetts and they're really cool ash is like my age i think she literally just turned 24 um yeah like we're like literally like around the same age and she's gay and (laughs) which like warms my heart and she's cool she's like a cosmetologist she does like hair and stuff but she also loves 
true crime. And then there's Elena, and she's 34, and she has two kids, and... Three kids. Three kids, sorry. She has twins and then another kid. And she has a husband named John, and... <laughs> I'm, like, invested into them. But you also haven't included the most interesting thing Oh, Elena's cool because... I mean, Ash is awesome on her own because she's, like, a vibe like me. But um, Elena's cool because she, like, ho- like she does so much shit. I'm always giving her props, like, every day. I'm like, God, Elena's amazing. Because Elena um, is, um, a, not, she's not a mortician. No, but she works in a morgue. She works in a morgue. Dead people. Yeah, she, like, does autopsies and stuff. Yeah. Which is wild. She, like likes dead people she like likes to be around she takes their brains out she takes their brains out she like inspects them so that's cool that she like and it's it's a cool thing to have because when they're like discussing um cases and stuff and it comes down to something like medical she can actually like explain what's going on which is pretty interesting but also she's just a fun lady um she's just a fun lady she's such a fun lady uh she loves like all things like scary movies um yeah and she they're crazy so ash and elena do morbid and then ash and elena also do this other podcast called crime countdown on the podcast i'm just giving them a full shout out right yeah not should, sponsored not sponsored i should just send this to them and be like here you go um, yeah all, all 80 of our <laughs> listeners thought you were great yeah um <laughs> and so there's the crime countdown there's morbid and then there's also Elena does another show called Scream with, I can't think of the guy's name right now. Um, Sorry, but it's not my fave. <laughs> I, he's a little sassy, but I like him. And they like talk about a bunch of horror movies and sometimes just like kind of spooky movies around the Halloween season. They like did Beetlejuice and Hocus Pocus, but mostly like horror movies and they like review them and go through them and they're, they're funny. So I don't know how she fits in three podcasts on top of doing her like regular ass job, not regular, it's not regular in like situs, but, and then also takes care of three kids who are being homeschooled right now because of the pandemic. How the fuck is she doing all of this? I don't know. Ugh. Yeah. So shout out to the girls over at Morbid. Um, okay, we've been talking for way too long. It's 20 minutes old. Okay. Let's get into it. So what does New York mean to you? Let's keep let's keep the the Jade vibes going here. I know it's been only me talking. <laughs> no, let's switch it up. I'm tired of talking. What does morbid <laughs> what does morbid mean to what you? Does morbid, yeah. I mean morbid <laughs> means a lot, but you know. <laughs> what does New York mean to you? Um well I guess to explain it would be um the best way to explain it would be to explain to kind of tell about a couple of trips that I've I've been on and my first trip to New York was when I was eight I went with my family we went for a few days and I thought it was the coolest thing in the entire world and never seen buildings that big never saw lights that bright never felt that energy that only exists in New York City Um, and I was just infatuated from day one and I also on that trip the the first day of that trip my wallet fell out of the cab as we were getting out of the cab from the from the airport so i lost all of the pocket money that i was saving for that trip on day one with no id and that was awesome <laughs> but That's uh, such a brilliant thing to have <laughs> no but i was eight give me a break and um, and then so then i went back uh when i was 16 for my 16th birthday my parents brought me to see a new york knicks game and uh if any of you have listened to five minutes of any of our podcasts you would know that i'm a huge basketball fan i've played basketball my whole life and the reason i am a knicks fan is because of that trip because um i went to see uh i went to see the knicks play the 76ers in madison square garden we were in the nosebleed seats didn't matter um Alan Iverson was playing against Nate Robinson. They went head-to-head. Iverson was absolutely insane. Um, True legend of the game. We can talk about that in our time, maybe, if you'd let me. But 
it was an amazing trip and because I was that little bit older I think it all kind of resonated on a kind of deeper level where I was like this place is truly special um, and then I suppose during my adult life any kind of opportunity I would get to try and go over there I'd always try and get in a week's holidays here and there what working like going around work and basically any excuse to, <laughs> to go over I mm -hmm. would I would just want to be there because there's just a beating heart in that city that just doesn't exist anywhere else and um, I guess it's kind of near and dear to my heart because as I've mentioned kind of on previous episodes I went there in 2017 for the whole month of November while trying to launch my own business and uh, just soaked it up for 30 days went to a networking event every single day was connecting with some awesome people was kind of just really going full New York for a month and I don't know how you did it for three years because I think you know I was there off and on for a couple of years but not consistently the way that you were and uh it kind of chewed me up and spat me back out to be honest because like it's infatuating like you, you you wake up and it's the only place in the world where I feel like I wake up and the second my eyes open I'm like all right let's go let's go down some clothes let's jump out the door let's go grab a, a Dunkin Donuts coffee not a sponsor <laughs> and let's just like soak in the energy from like the second I wake up and then just basically running on adrenaline and excitement all day long mm -hmm. in a way that it's just un there's, there's it's kind of it's it's palatable like you can feel it you can you're running on it as fuel throughout the whole day but you can't really fully put your finger on why it's so special yeah but it's just it's just a truly one-of-a-kind experience being, you know, walking through the streets, like all the different boroughs, through Central Park, through Washington Square Park, through Bryant Park. Every little kind of nook across the city just has its own unique vibe, to use oh, your yeah. favourite word. And, um, and then just the energy that just, it just forces you to... You know, I guess to work hard because you know that anyone that's like living and working and hustling and executing in New York is doing so at a high level or else they wouldn't be able to be there you know and it's it's inspiring like the lights are inspiring Times Square for you know I mean it's very touristy and whatever but I mean there's no there's no denying that there is a bit of a ma magic when it comes to the bright lights and Broadway and I don't know just overall it really to me is one of the most special places in the entire world and there's nothing quite like it yeah absolutely um I mean shocker guys I'm really not from New York I always just say I'm from New York when people ask me because that's it's kind of where I found myself and that's who I resonate with the most is the version I became in New York so I just say I'm from New York, but obviously you guys know I'm from Michigan. Um, but I moved to New York in 2016, I think. So a year before I went there. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I moved there for college. Uh, I went to the American Musical and Dramatic Academy. We talked about this in my first bit, our first uh, podcast. Um, yes, it was. But like, I always knew I wanted to go to. And uh, since I knew I wanted to just become a performer, which was probably around like 10, 11, I would say. But mm. like since I was five, like I re distinctly remember being like that young and watching movies that had New York in it. Same. Being like, the, oh, this is where I want to like spend the rest of my life. Even the yellow cobs. Like, just yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. It's any... just iconic. So... Yeah. I moved there in 2016. I did the whole college thing. Um, but the reason why, on top of that, like performing and learning how to become said performer and meeting people in the business and collaborating with people who are absolute superstars, you know, um, like besides that, I really learned who I was as a person and I came from a really small town where 
is very racist. We talked about this in the last uh, episode. Very racist, very um, small-minded, very uh, inclusive, but not no. inclusive in the way that, like, just, like, it's very, like... Insular is the word. Huh? Insular. Yeah. Yeah. And so, this is, like, this is this, and yeah. everyone knows you, and it's bleh. So, um, <laughs> so, I didn't know, I grew up hating myself because of my skin color, I grew up hating my hair, I grew up hating all of these physical features about me, and it was a lot due to the fact that I just was never exposed to it, I didn't understand it, whatever. So, I made it a mission to when I moved to New York to really learn about myself and learn about my culture and embrace who I am. I stopped straightening my hair when I moved to New York. From the time I was seven, I would maybe even say younger than that, seven till I would say a half year, like half the year of 2016. So that whole span of my life, my hair was straight. I would get up and I would straighten my hair and I'd leave it straight for a week, and then I would wash it, and it was nasty, it would smell bad, but it just would, because when I would straighten my hair, it would take me three hours to straighten my hair. So I was yeah, not. Well, that makes sense, because it's taking curly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it looked bad, like, after that many years of straightening it, it started to look bad. It was just, it was rough. Like, there was a point in my life that I straightened it so bad, and I, like, burned the shit out of my hair that I literally had to shave my head. And then start over. And then I started over and straightened it again. <laughs> but um, I got to a point when I moved to New York and I was seeing, I was around all these different cultures and different people. And I was like, why the fuck am I just not embracing my natural hair? Like, mm. why the fuck am I doing that? So I literally just stopped cold turkey one day. I was like, I'm not fucking straightening my hair anymore. And, um, and it took a long time, like, oh. Do you guys want a podcast about my curls? Like my I curl think pattern? So. <laughs> That'd be kind of fun. I think so. Nor time. Um, but yeah, like my hair went from really damaged and really weird curls to like my pretty curls that I have now. Um, and I definitely blame New York for that. Um, I learned about... Not blame. You thank New York I think. Yeah, I blame and thank. <laughs> um, I learned about my culture in the sense of food and like what people um like celebrations what people of color um black people mixed people ate on celebrations i got to um learn about soul food obviously i got to experience just so many different cult like i had so many friends from so many different places and cultures yeah. and like i got to experience not just my own culture's food like one of my best friends uh Shout out to Nam Pham. Um, most people call him Jimmy, but I always call him Nam. Um, he's from Vietnam, and I he lived with me for a while, and I got to like learn about his culture. I got to like taste his food. I got to look at his clothes, and because he was he would wear very authentic um, Vietnamese clothes sometimes, and it was like it was just so cool. Like all I'm saying is New York is just so cool, but it's. But it also taught me how to be cutthroat, um, mm. because and thrifty and thrifty, um, because I'm a person that doesn't what's the word mooch <laughs> mooch off other people. Um, I think it maybe you're a very independent person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Would be a better way of putting it. <laughs> I just mean mooch because. I met so many, there's still, there's still bad parts of New York guys. So, um, but no, I was very independent. I did not, um, rely on my parents. I didn't do all of that. So I had like, once I, I didn't have a job in college because I focused on my work, my schoolwork in college. But the only reason I didn't have a job in college is because before I went, I would do like. 17 hour shifts at mcdonald's in michigan and like i saved up a shit ton of fucking cash so like doing so many illegal stuff so i could 
Don't be saying illegal stuff on the podcast. Jeez. I was. I'm not illegal. <laughs> I wasn't dealing drugs or anything like that. I meant just like illegal, like OSHA standards. Yeah. I was doing lots of illegal things. Um, so I didn't need a job in college. But after college, I obviously needed to get an apartment. I needed to do all that. So um, I found like this, this small little... It actually wasn't small for a New York apartment. It was a three-bedroom apartment in... Washington Heights. Shout out to Washington Heights. You are a vibe. I love you. Um, one of the safest neighborhoods in New York City, full of culture, full of Dominican um, food and people and livelihood. I love Washington Heights, right? It's it's like, it's like... Um, it's a melting pot. It's like scrappy, there. but in a good way. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like hard workers there but it's just it's a community everyone looks up for each other ah wonderful um so i lived on 186th street in washington heights and i had a three-bedroom apartment obviously not to myself i had i had three roommates at all times but one steady roommate that i lived with for like two years and then the other room was like a, like constant stream door yeah thing. revolving door of roommates so um yeah so I had to pay the bills and I might have lived with a roommate who um was a bitch like I'm just we'll, gonna we'll do we'll do a oh, we'll do a roommate tea spill yes. episode in order time was a bitch and used me and again we'll go through all that and so a lot of the bills actually just landed on my lap um and it wasn't very fair and yeah so to pay for all this because new york is expensive i had three jobs at all times and i would we i would work seven days a week eight to twelve hour shifts each day and then on top of this if i did if I did have a free day, which I didn't have very often, I would be working on my music. I'd be working. I'd be doing shows. I'd be, yeah, I would be going to auditions. I would be recording self-tapes for auditions. And then on top of that, I would go to work on days, but I would wake up at 3 a.m. to get dressed, to get ready, to go sign up for, <laughs> to sign up on the non-equity um sheets if you guys are actors or performers you know what i'm talking about so if you go to pearl studios or ripley greer there's the equity um sheet there's the non-equity sheet and there's people who have appointments i did have a i did have an agent so i did get appointments um pretty pretty often which was a saving grace in the sense that because i was working so many jobs it gave me i could tell my job hey i have an appointment for this audition at this certain time so i could go and do that and still schedule my job around that. But other times I would wake up at 3 a.m., run down to Ripley Greer or Pearl, write down my name, and just hope to be seen before I had to go into work. And sometimes I wouldn't, a lot of the times I wouldn't be seen. But I did it with just the chance yeah. that I would. And it's it's fucking hard in it. Like, it really um, takes it out of you. Um New York is a place that is amazing. It's full of energy. The only I think the only way I could have gotten through that is if, if I was in New York because if I was in like Wisconsin doing that like <laughs> yeah. like there's just but not you wouldn't have been around the kind of energy that would have cultivated that because like and if you would have been doing those things people around you would have been like what the hell is going on like yeah, yeah, yeah. and they wouldn't have been supporting that whereas like, i was just, just living off fumes yeah, that new york was giving exactly i mean that's how i felt the entire time yeah. i was there too um yeah um like i had some really awesome jobs there i had some really fucking awful jobs uh, I hated working at Old Navy. I worked at Old Navy on 34. Not a sponsor, but won't Fuck. be anyways. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 no. It felt like a jail cell. I worked at the one, like, near Penn Station, 34th Street. The big one. The big one, you know? The headquarters one. Um, and that sucked my ass. I hated it. And then I also worked, um, I worked at my cafe in my school and I also worked on the streets of Times Square 
and I would do promotions for Broadway shows. So I would get to dress up in like Broadway costumes and hand out flyers. We often joke about that because there would have been a de- definitely would have been crossover where oh, yeah. when I would have been in New York, she definitely would have been in Times Square and we probably walked past each mm-hmm. other. You probably saw me with a pie on my head so many times because I, I, I worked waitress a lot because at the time I was... I was a bigger girl, and some of the costumes didn't fit me, and uh, that's a whole other well, issue. Well, now they wouldn't fit you for the other reasons. Yeah, that's a whole other issue that I love Theater Mama. Theater, I'm calling you out, Theater Mama. I love you, Theater Mama. You're such a wonderful company, but let's be more inclusive if you want to hire people of all shades and sizes. Yeah? Cool. So, um... <laughs> Sorry, they'll never hear No, this. no, no. I mean it. I love you, Theater Mom. I think you're a great company, but I just would like to see that a little more. Um, so I would do waitress a lot, or I would do the Rockettes, because I had nice long legs, and they were like, ooh, this girl can kick. Let's, Even though we actually technically weren't allowed to kick. Because insurance. No, it wasn't insurance, because the actual Rockettes were salty. Because people would actually think that we were rockets, oh. and yeah, so um, I loved that job. And then I also worked my way up. Well, like, not when the homeless guy licked your arm. Oh my god! Yeah. Okay. <laughs> he licked the full length of your arm. Yeah. Okay. Well, there's a lot of stories I could tell, but that was one of them. I was handing out flyers, I think, for a waitress, and like I'd be like, "Sugar butter flour, here you go," like something. <laughs> sweet like that and this guy goes "Ooh, i'd like to taste your butter and he grabs my fucking wrist and he licks my wrist all the way up to my elbow and i just stand <laughs> you should see my face i just stared at him and then he like laughed and walked away and i f- sat there frozen for at least a good minute which is my arm stretched out where he left it and then I finally, like, realized what the fuck I like. <laughs> and I, like, cried and ran to the Marriott in um, Times Square and scalded my arm. Should <laughs> have chopped it off. And it wasn't because he was homeless or anything. It was just because, like, some no, random if, person if, licked my arm. If from... anyone had done that, that would have been a very valid response. Yeah. There's a lot of catcalling that happened on that job too, but then it was all worth it for like the little kids who would see you in the costumes and be like, oh my god, you're so pretty. Like, oh, I swear that job also fucked up my nerves. Like, not my nerves in my head, like my actual skin (laughs) nerves. Because I have issues now when I'm out in the cold. My fingers will literally go purple and blue and like numb. And that sensation started happening to me when I was working on the street so in the they winter. gave you nerve damage yeah they gave Sick. me nerve damage for sure um thanks well that's not their fault that's more the new york cold but yeah, yeah yeah but i mean i would work eight plus hours out in the cold i worked on christmas once as a rocket and i worked from 7 a.m till not 8 p.m on christmas with one hour break one hour break and it was freezing. Well, I hope they gave you like four times. It was, or... yeah, it was times and a half or whatever. So what else happened? I was actually working that job when, I don't know if you guys heard about all this, but um, there was a guy that like drove through the Times Square and like not on the road. He like drove onto the street yeah. and actually um, a girl was killed. Um, I was there that day working in Times Square. Uh, that was pretty fucking scary. Um, I was obviously unharmed. <laughs> but, like, that was really creepy. I've been on, like, a few, like, close calls in New York. There yes, was same. There was a bomb that happened downtown, like, lower, I think it was Lower East Side. Lower, yeah. It was near Washington Square Park. Um, and there was a bomb in a trash can. It went off. No one was seriously injured. Someone was injured, but it was no one died. Right. But it was like really like scary, yeah. and I was only two streets away, so that was fun. And then there was a bombing that actually happened in Penn Station. It was uh, Port Authority. Port Authority, sorry. Yeah, no, I was there too. And I was there working the Knicks that day. Um, That's crazy to think because I was there for a different reason. I was there kind of I had extended my trip my initial trip in that November for those these couple of extra weeks because 
I was attending an entrepreneurial event and helping out in a few different ways. But um, I was supposed to be going into the going into the city. I was staying in New Jersey at the time. And I was supposed to be going into the city to get a bus to the airport from Port Authority the day that that happened. Yeah. And I saw it on the news and I was like, well, fuck. Because like I had been just like for whatever reason i've been th- going through that exact walkway and like so many times yeah. over that like that month and a half like exactly where that happened and apparently the guy the that was very lucky the 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 device itself didn't go off yeah. the way it was intended to it's still i think a couple of people were injured i don't think anybody was seriously hurt but it was because it actually malfunctioned. Yeah. Whereas that would have been a much bigger yeah, yeah. thing. And I was right outside the doors of Port Authority handing out flyers for the New York Knicks that day. So That's that was... mad. Imagine if that was the day we'd met. Yeah, I mean, that would have been wild. It wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't that day. Um, but yeah, all in all, I think I was trying to say, I worked at this other place called T2. Um, it's a tea shop. I worked at all of the locations in New York. That's funny. We've we've talked about this for a while and this is the first time T2 is coming up. I love... I love T2. I love... I talked with Brianne about this like this week. I I was called the tea master. I knew everything about tea. I loved being able to go in, have a cup of tea, teach other people about tea, sell them tea, sell them teaware. It is so fun. And I worked my way up in that company. I started as a sales... Like just a regular salesperson. I worked my up way up to a manager and I literally quit for Brian. But I loved that job. Plus in Ireland. Um but I loved that job. So shout out to T two. I miss you a lot. Um still drink lots of tea. Still drink lots of tea. Although we're missing that turmeric matcha very much. Oh yeah. We need to order some of that. We have everything we need to have it here. All in all, I really became myself in New York. I embraced my sexuality as well. Um I always knew I was pansexual. I always knew I was a little, I don't know, I guess I knew I was pansexual in New York, but like I always knew that I liked girls and guys and other in-betweens, and I was just never, I, I couldn't embrace that really in Michigan, and then, nope. I, and then I moved to New York, and I got to experience that with other people, you know, and that was a, that's a, that was a good moment, because it really, like, that's a, that's a big piece of who I am, you know? Mm-hmm. So that was wonderful. Um, all in all, I really miss New York. Like, yeah. I think my heart belongs to New York. I love, I love Ireland for many reasons. Obviously, it's beautiful here. The people are nice. There's a good music scene. But I think more and more I'm a city girl, and I just can't wait to get... I don't think... I don't think I want to live in Ireland for much longer in the sense of, like, I'd want to be here for, like, another few years. I would say in the next year or so, I would like to move to another big city. Hopefully New York, but, you know, I'm all right with London as well. But, yeah, New York is wonderful. I love it so much I could go on and on and on and on and on and on about New York. I mean, I I mean, we have. <laughs> I learned who I was there. I learned who who I was as a performer there. I met my fiance there. Um, did we I, tell that story on the first episode yeah, of the podcast? Yeah, we did. Yeah, so you have to go back. Although, apologies, we did record that literally on my iPhone, <laughs> so um, it may not be the same sound quality as this. Yeah, we could tell it another day. But like, yeah, yeah we spent a week together in New York, and it was like. The magic of New York just... I don't know. It was just amazing. Um, do you have any last things to say? Yeah, I mean, look, it's... There's no denying that it's a truly special place. Um, New York is not dead, by the way. No, like a lot of people have kind of been saying that, like I've heard on some podcasts, they talk about how, like, it's, it's funny because when the beating heart was alive and well and everything was going on and the buzz was really there people didn't mind spending all this money to like live in a one bedroom a little apartment in new york because they're like well fuck we're, we're in new york mm-hmm. like it doesn't matter like the, any whatever i need to pay it's like it's the benefit of being part of the like the best theater district in the world yeah. like 
having the magic of New York on your doorstep, basically. And mm -hmm. people are, some people anyway, have had the op opposite experience now with everything being locked down or kind of like, well, New York, that beating heart is not the same right it's now. But like, I mean... It's it, not the same anywhere, so it's not yeah. very fair to say that. And true, New Yorkers are a different breed of people. Yeah, like it's like they're they're almost cockroaches in the way that they will, and I mean that in the most oh, in the most way, yeah. That like they will wait, like wait this out, wait this out, and then things. People will, are singing out their windows. Oh yeah, sure, like, sure. When when the election results were officially announced, I've heard that people were dancing in the streets. Yeah, like yeah, like full Washington Heights. I mode. am gonna I'm gonna cry. I just love New York so yeah. much, and I miss it. Yeah, but the thing is, what I was going to say before all that was um, the, I remember even going back in, in that January trip to kind of get the, the last of your stuff. And like, there was definitely like a little part of me that was afraid that you would get a feeling for it again. And I decide, did. Yeah, and decide I was not I really didn't want to come back, <laughs> honestly. But um, the only reason I probably stayed was because my roommate was a fucking... Yeah, well, look, that's another podcast. Yeah, um, but... but but now what I'm saying with all of this is that now, you know, we've, I think it's, it's fair to say that, you know, we're, we're trying our best to build something special together. And, you know, I've accepted the fact that that probably won't be here in Dublin for much longer. And, yeah, I don't know you know, I'm very, I'm very lucky and fortunate with this new job that it's actually on a remote contract basis so it would make a lot of sense if we tried out london for a year perhaps or even as you know in these next few months as things kind of scale um from a business side i could make enough of a business case to try and scale this i just um, don't want to get another job <laughs> are you gonna be able to support me in new york <laughs> yeah for sure no absolutely no for sure like i i'm living that entrepreneurial life no i look i think I think it's fair to say that the in the short term it, it's looking likely that we could give London a try for a year yeah um, and then you know at the end of that year Go to there. start putting the pieces in place for to move over to New York because there's no restriction now with me in terms of where I work and actually with this new role I'll be expected to try and expand into new markets and scale the business in a number of ways so like if i was if honestly if i i feel like once i've gotten a few wins under the belt if i could say to them well look for these specific reasons i think there's an opportunity for us to grow out the u.s side of the business and i'm prepared to actually go out there and make it work i think they would actually be totally okay with that yeah so it's pretty exciting absolutely but I think we're going to end it here tonight because we've been talking for a long time. Um, what question should we ask them? If you could live anywhere in the world, where would you live? Yeah, for sure. Um, and with that, you can follow Brianna at Irish Knicks fan on Instagram. You can follow us at the Weekly DMC podcast on Instagram. The Weekly DMC pod, I'm pretty yeah. sure. And then you can follow me on Instagram at Jade, Ren Jade Renee Official, TikTok Jade Renee Official, and then I have a website, jaderenemusic.com. And if you haven't listened to Streets yet, which I don't know how the hell you haven't yet, come on. It's out everywhere on all music platforms. Just look up Streets by Jade Renee, and it's there. And with that, I hope you guys all have a wonderful rest of your day. And get fucked, Stacy. Stay right.